Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 197 of the Foxy Podcast Show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. On this installment, I'm back at it, working through the stacks of new arrivals in the mailbox and inbox, along with some titles that I'm still catching up on from late last year. So I'll once again be highlighting some recent favorites that I keep returning to. I'm going to start the show off with a track from the latest album from the Australian band Exec called Advertise Here. This new one from them still has their driving bass-heavy post-punk sound that I recall from their previous albums that I've heard. There's more of an airy art-pop lightness to this album that I've been really enjoying. And this track called I'm After Your Best Interest is one that I've especially been fond of. So here again is Exec.
Behind me, you're hearing the track Counterglow by Maine. The project that began in the early 90s in the wake of the great UK group Loop breaking up, and I guess in very simplified historical terms, was carried on primarily as the solo project of Robert Hans- Hampson. Excuse me. This track comes from a split release from 2000 that they did with Flying Saucer Attack and White Winged Moth. It's called Mortovash. It's also the name of a sub-label, or a series, I guess, of the legendary Stahlplot imprint. These releases were commissioned works that were typically aired on Dutch national radio. In front of this, you heard some intense, intense blasted guitar voice and drum work from the Japanese unit LSD March from an LP of theirs called The Night out on the wonderful French label Anarchives. This release came out last year, but the recordings on this one actually date back to 2008 where the group was stripped down to a duo lineup with drummer Ikiro Takahashi on drums who Previously played with the legendary group Fushitsusha, and certainly the tension and racket that they create on this album rivals that of Fushitsusha or even Les Rallies Denude to a certain extent. But you heard the track called The Saved Night from that one. And I guess sticking with the nighttime theme, you heard the track Good Night, Daylight Moon. From Yuzo Iwata's 2015 album, I believe, on Silt Breeze Records. Again, called Daylight Moon. Iwata played on a few early Maher Shalal Hashba's albums, but from my understanding was has been living in Philadelphia for quite a long time, a few decades, if I'm not mistaken, which I guess explains the Silt Breeze connection. But he's only put out one other solo album back in 1999. And man, if anyone out there listening has an extra copy that you like to sell, feel free to get in touch. I am certainly interested in uh, picking that up. Before that, you heard new stuff from Sad-Eyed Beatniks, the solo project of Kevin Lynn out of San Francisco, who also runs the Paisley Shirt label. This new one's filled with some great jangly lo-fi folk pop brilliance. With that track that I played called Hysterical Rooters being one of the clear standout tracks on the album, which is called Claudia's Ethereal Weaver. 
cassette edition that came out on Paisley's shirt, and there's an LP edition out on Meritorio Records out of Spain. And also in a homespun pop vein, albeit with a more quirky, countrified, psychedelic sensibility, you heard from Shrimp Olympics before that, the solo recording project of Austin Lombardo from out of Minneapolis. So this tape called Silk Lizard veers into more of that Zappa-indebted goofiness that honestly I've never been too fond of, but man, there's no denying that Lombardo is a heck of a songwriter. He's amazingly crafted, oddball, yet classic-sounding pop song spread across this one. Play the track called Athena Number 3. And then again, at the very top of the set, you heard Exec and the track I'm After Your Best Interest from their new one, Advertise Here. I'm going to start this next set off with a track from Mark Harwood's latest solo release called Offering out on his own penultimate press. I followed Mark's work fairly closely over the past decade, going back to those records that he was releasing under the moniker Aster. So I feel pretty comfortable saying that Offering is perhaps the best thing that he's put out yet. Uh, Just endlessly fascinating mood and pacing on this one. And then those sort of contrasting layers of sound that are slightly creepy in places, slightly playful at the same time. All of which, of course, is enhanced tenfold by Graham Lampkin's masterful mixing and editing skills. And I guess given their long history of working together in different roles, it seems like this is a collaborative pairing that has some legs to it. So hopefully there will be more from them down the road. But for now, hope you enjoy this track called Alba's Absence. Thank <laughs> you. 
distance. I Alba Tracky
step into this one right now behind me you're hearing a track called girlfriend experience by the mysterious tokyo by way of south africa group alende this is going to spill into the following track called odyssey a sentimental journey which is the name of this double 10 inch release that comes packaged in an elaborate hardbound book that includes these cryptic black and white images and a lengthy story recounting what I will simply describe as some youthful sexual misadventures in Japan. Uh, quite an impressive release though overall, really cohesive graphic design, artwork, this downcast ambient sound, sort of museum or art gallery quality work here. In front of this, you heard new stuff from the duo Saint Abdullah. 
from a release of theirs out on Room 40 called In Shalala Land, a clever title, I must say. Became interested in what this duo was up to through that recent essay published in the 2021 Rewind issue of The Wire, where the writer was critiquing John Hassel's fourth world concept and highlighting a new crop of artists, St. Abdullah mainly, that are inspired by some of those ideas of his. And I'll, I'll say the centerpiece track on this release called Glamour Factory, it's densely layered voice samples, quite a bit more jarring than anything I've heard from Hassel's back catalog, but uh, I suppose the track that I played called Chiasmatic Relations might sit a bit closer to what people might customarily think of the fourth world sound, though a bit more scuzzy and, and disruptive in a certain sense. Cool release, though. Played a piece from a great collaborative project and series between Bardo Todal, Shami Phaserwork, Zhu Wenbo, and NEF Jocks. The idea for this project uh, between these four artists was for two of them to contribute sound material to a third person who would then mix and arrange things, and then the results would come out on the fourth, fourth person's cassette label, because all of them run little micro cassette labels. And this would be a series where they were changing roles where each person would be a, the musician twice, once as the producer and then once as the publisher. And this is the first one in the series where it's Bardo Tadal and Shamiz Fazerwork that were the ones contributing the sound material. Zuwenbo that mixed it all and it came out on NF Jock's Press Precaire label. And I played the opening piece of this one. It's called Lines and Lines. Before that, you heard a piece called Taki Onkoi from the Peruvian avant-garde composer Miguel Flores off of his album Primitivo that was recorded in the early 80s and Boo Records reissued this one back in 2015 and gosh, it's such a great record. Elements of psychedelic rock, I guess studio experimentation, maybe a little sound poetry cut-ups that you heard on that piece. Even some traditional Peruvian music. And the other Miguel Flores album that Boo Records put out called Lorca Lost Tapes, 1989-91. Also worth tracking down. A group that had produced their fair share of music that also mixed together elements of psychedelia, experimentation, improvisation, and Various traditional folk sounds you heard from Kamaliesit Yestivat. Always stumbled on that name. A track off of their 2004 release, El Cajarca. Kind of had a hankering of late to revisit some of those older Finnish albums that came out on the Phonal imprint. Actually, recently grabbed a cheap CD copy of this one that I didn't own before, and how this stuff still holds up for me. Such a fascinating tripped out sound that they created. In front of that I played New Conditions Amsterdam number three off of Natalia Bayliss's Love in a Mist Edible. An album that was really curious to check out because I 
love the sound of pianos and especially old and out of tune pianos. Uh, and this album basically is filled with audio snapshots of Bayless playing piano during her travels to different places around the world over a three year period. And I like how the room itself adds a certain dimension to these recordings. That piece that I played was interesting in that it has a really chiming, dreamlike quality to it. I'm not sure what type of piano it was that she was playing, but I really like that piece. And then I got the very top, you heard new stuff from Mark Harwood off of his new album, Offering. Play the track Alba's Absence. I'm going to start this next set off with the title track from the new trio album from Aaron Dolman, Sarah Rossi, and Eugenie Jobin called Are You Here to Help? Really stripped down album centered primarily around the interplay between drums and voice and some vibraphone here and there, as you heard, as you'll uh, hear on this track, I should say often kind of focusing on the space between those, uh, the instrumentation and the voice. There's certain melodic ideas that are clearly drawing from folk and jazz traditions, but it's definitely not some button-up jazz album. Songs have more of an unpredictable, improvised energy coursing through them that I find quite appealing. But uh, see what you think. This again is the title track, Are You Here to Help? Thank you. 
you're warned of the day when you'll be laid beneath the cold clay and the angel of death comes down from the sky to claim your poor soul when the time comes to die when the angel of death down after you can you smile and say that you have been true can you truthfully say with your dying breath that you're ready to meet the angel of death shadows creep and when your loved ones are gathered to weep can you face them and say with your dying breath that you're ready to meet the angel of death when the angel of death down after you can you smile and say that you have been true can you truthfully say with your dying breath that you're ready to meet the angel of death Hey.
behind me, you're hearing a piece called Meditating on an Icicle. It's going to spill into another track called What Does It Mean to Melt from Mountain Singers, the Minneapolis-based project of Bill McGuire that's been active since the late 80s. I was a fan of Mountain Singers and some of the adjacent bands like Smattering and Balloon Guy that were active in the Twin Cities back when I was living there in the 90s. And honestly, I wasn't even aware that Mountain Singers was still actively making music until recently. This new stuff is much different from the sort of lo-fi indie rock that he was recording in the 90s. He's now composing using different modular synth setups and This new winter-themed release called There Is Only Winter is all too relatable. Kind of looking forward to dipping into some of his more recent stuff. In front of this, I played the piece Neutral Non-Words from Guido Gamboa's release called Music for Tape and Spectral Granular Processes, which I guess basically outlines the general approach to the sounds heard on this double cassette that came out last year on Second Sleep. This particular track includes manipulated recordings of voice and cello sounds that the extensive liner notes penned by Gamboa goes into a more detailed description of how this one and other tracks were composed. Really exceptional sound work in my opinion. Before that, you heard from the third and final part of the trilogy of Itan Donez, early to mid-90s albums that Penultimate Press has reissued over the past several years. These vinyl reissues sound incredible, just crisp, looping, natural sounds and those whispered vocals, utterly hypnotizing, especially on this one here, probably my favorite one of the three. I played some more new stuff from German Army before that, from an album that came out at the tail end of 2021 called Passage Through Selknen Han Ceremony. Hopefully I said that correctly. Honestly, I wasn't even aware that this album came out until it just arrived a few weeks back in my mailbox. That's been one of the fun aspects of following German Army's musical output, or I should say trying to, because it's darn near impossible to keep up and some of these releases just appear out of the blue and of course their music is just consistently rewarding and thought-provoking I played the track A Reach Inside A Shared Experience from that new one and before that I played a track from the debut release from the duo Ghost Food a project that was apparently inspired by some actual real-life ghostly encounters and a release that has a genuinely creepy quality to it, as you heard on that track that I played called Little Things We Said. Kind of fits well with the general southern gothic vibe of the Sweet Wreath catalog, the label that this one comes out on. You heard from another duo in front of that, the Magic Tuber String Band and the track Angel of Death off of their Wind Machines cassette out on Garden Portal, a cover of a Hank Williams tune. 
and a release that caught my eye because I found it interesting that this drone folk duo was also tackling a cover version of a Thinking Fellers Union, local Union 282 song, which I thought was pretty great too. This release is dedicated to the late guitarist Mark Fossen. And then at the very top of that set, again, you heard new stuff from Dolman, Rossi, Jobin, and their album, Are You Here to Help? I'm going to wrap up the show with a track from Matthew Himes' new solo tape called Cassio, Protection Songs for Guitar, a release that I've pretty much been listening to daily for the past several weeks, been starting my day with this one. Just an incredible collection of psychedelic guitar meditations. And I'll mention that if all goes according to plan with scheduling and weather and health and all that, that Matthew Himes and his close collaborator Jason Millard will be joining me in the coming weeks to do an in-studio session and to discuss their various projects and what they have going on with their imprint Home and Garden. So definitely stay tuned for more details about that. But this track that I'm going to play called Argus is going to bring things to an end. If you'd like to check out the complete playlist for this episode, you can head over to our website at freeformfreakout.com. There are links that will bring you to each of the releases played and where you can purchase digital or physical copies in most cases. And as always, I encourage you to support these artists and labels in whatever way that you can. If you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. Again, I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another new episode. But until then, here is Matthew Himes and the track Argus. <laughs> 